This is Snake. Can you hear me? Good. The mission is simple. Put your geek pants on and infiltrate Foxhound. If you need backup, contact Ken and Chris on their codec frequency. Ready? Snake out. Oh man, I love Daredevil so much. You know Charlie Cox signed the, uh, the Save Daredevil campaign as his two-year-old daughter? Right, <laughs> Oh, that's great. Although, it's funny, they, they did some, like, uh, casting for <clears throat> Titan Season 2. Yeah. Uh, Cox was actually, like, cast for Batman. Sweet. Like, fan casting. Fan casting. You know, or not fan, uh, what culture casting. Okay. But they, they cast uh, Charlie Cox as Batman, and I was like, yeah, actually, that would be great. Mm -hmm. That would really work. Um, I can't remember who they cast for Superman. Oh, okay, so uh, I'll preface again. So I mentioned the Titans with the cliffhanger ending for the season. Yep. The other thing, there's two big things about this series that while it is good, it's not great. And I'm hoping, as shitty as this sounds, they use this season so to gauge fan reaction. Because when they showed that teaser trailer and they had it, look like Robin was killing people. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They the fuck Batman part. Yep. And everyone exploded. They're like, Aah! all of a sudden now when you watch it, it's very clear. Now he doesn't kill them. He fucks them up brutally, but he doesn't kill them. The fuck Batman part actually works in context. But that was one of the first things I said. Was like, you said that, and I believe you. I said, okay, yeah. I'll, I said, I bet you in context it makes sense. Um, <clears throat> one of the complaints will be about how uh, Dick Grayson is really grim and dark. At the period of time that he's in, he's at the point where, like, he he and Batman are falling out. He's in the Robin costume. He's trying to figure out who he really wants to be. He's dealing with a lot of pent-up aggression and rage and darkness that he's blaming on Batman. So he's not even happy-go-lucky, mm -hmm. right? Um, the problem is, here's where it gets shitty, though, is that the editing is actually pretty fucking terrible. There's a lot of, like, scene cuts where you're just, like, all of a sudden you're just like, what the fuck just happened? Like, did any time pass? Like, obviously scene cuts suggest no time has passed, mm -hmm. or this is happening simultaneously. So I'll give you an example. At one point, uh, the Titans loosely, they're not the Titans yet, but they're kind of coming together. They're in one spot, and Dick goes, yeah, okay, if we're going to be a team, we got to be able to trust each other. We have to know what we're capable of. Immediately scene cut, we see a barn in the middle of rural America. It's them in the barn, and he says essentially the same thing. In order for us to be a better team, we have to know what we're capable of. Just like that. And I remember just being like, wait, what the fuck just happened here? Right? Yeah. Okay? The acting is actually pretty good across the board. Uh, I mean, Robin looks amazing. He looks pretty awesome. The blue filter that they use in every single scene is kind of shitty. Okay? The actress that plays Starfire is really good, even though I hate her outfit. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, okay, it's nice that it's bright purple, like it should be. Um, but the fact that she looks like a... a fairly, like a mid-to-high-level of prostitute is jarring all the way through. <sighs> Um, she has a pretty good story arc. I'm not used to uh, Raven being so young, like significantly yeah. younger than the rest of them. Yeah. But it works. There's only a couple of times where I'm just like, uh, like things that she does. I feel like is stage direction where they're just like, okay, when you're doing like when you're in in this particular scene, throw your hood up and then walk like this so it looks like you're floating. <laughs> Because the first time I saw her do it, I was like, why the fuck would she walk like that? Like, she's trying to be stealth. Mm -hmm. So the hood up, I'm like, oh, I'm okay with that. But this part here, I'm just like, eh, eh. Um, Overall. I get kind of like a, a low to mid-budget feel from from looking at it. Yeah. Which is understandable because yeah. DC is finding this themselves. It's their first show. Warner Brothers, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, Warner. Okay, never mind. Warner should have cash for that. Yeah, I mean, they're doing it on the cheap, so that way... I mean, realistically, they can't spend too much money on it because the app itself is only really available in the States. Yes. That's it. And it's just starting, so you don't have a very big 
subscriber right. base yet. <clears throat> That's right. Um, overall, the characterizations of all the characters are actually really good. Okay. Um, the fight scenes actually pretty good. Brutal, but with, at least with like Dick Grayson because of the story, mm -hmm. you, you know why it's brutal. Yeah. Um, one of the the scene cuts the the editing is there's actually one scene where it shows Dick Grayson grabbing a shirt from like this angle, so it sees him, shows him he this way grabbing a shirt. Then they scene cut from an opposite angle, showing him repeat the exact same action. So he's grabbed a shirt twice mm. in the same scene. That's bad editing. Yeah, so it's like yeah. it's almost like a mirror cut. Yeah. And it's the exact same thing. Like, it's literally just him going like this, grab the shirt to put it on, cut, grab the shirt to put it on. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So I feel like what they'll do with the next season, uh, although here's the thing. The reason why they did a uh, cliffhanger was originally the season finale. What was going to be the season finale is going to be the season opener. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see how well it plays out. But like I was saying, so I feel like they're going to, Gauge reactions, like John's, you know, Jeff John's specifically, he said with Dick Grayson, like, there's a small portion where he's Robin without Batman and then he's Nightwing. And I was like, why don't we explore that, open that up a bit? And it actually works for the most part. I think what they're going to do is they're going to go, okay, so people like this, this, and this. Didn't like this. They fucking hated this part. Um, Strangely enough, they saw through our editing tricks, and they know we're fucking terrible for editing. <laughs> you know, I think a lot of it is it was rushed to get it out yeah. so that they had something. It, it, it happened very quickly. So that they had something like they because they had a lot of the shot already. Mm -hmm. They had like approximately twelve episodes shot, but then DC was like, "Got to get this out now." So then they were like, "Uh, here you go." Yeah, that's pretty much it. There you go. So they're gonna go. This is they like this. They hated that. They really fucking hated that. They really like this. So we'll do this better. Focus more on this, and then go from there. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, I think that's what's gonna be like. I hope anyway. I hope. We shall see. Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, are we doing a geek pants camcast? Chris, we are doing a geek pants camcast. Well, you know what, Kenneth? I think what we should do is look at the camera. And say, welcome back to the Geek Pants Camcast. I'm Chris Mercer. And I am Kenneth Levitsky. And here we are. What are we doing? Are we... We're going to talk what? about... Class. Oh. Didn't this movie just recently come out? It did. Huh. It did. It came out uh, a while ago. Not too long ago. It really depends on when this airs. Somewhere that's between fair. that's true. Somewhere between ten and twenty days ago. That's that's true. That is true. <laughs> Depending on how well your editing skills go. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. <clears throat> now, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Glass a third in a trilogy? It is. It's the third in the East Trail one seven seven trilogy. Now, for the people that are watching at home, mm -hmm. and possibly for me, mm -hmm. what is the significance of East Trail? East or is it Trail East Rail? Is it East Rail? I'm asking you, Kenneth. I'm going to go East Rail, Chris. Yeah, also go with East Rail. Being that it's a train on rails, East Rail makes more sense than East I, Rail. Until you watch all three movies, you don't really realize how much of a train actually ties in <laughs> ties to all these movies. It could be East Trail. The it Train Trilogy. Um, From Night... From night. From M. Night Shyamalan. Super hit and miss Shyamalan. Yes. Super hit and miss. But at least he can act. What? The fuck did you just say to what? me? What? Anyway. Don't face <clears throat> night. So, after 19 long years. 19 long years. And two short years for Split. Well, hold on. Uh, 17 years to get... To Split. Some sort of a sequel. I like like I said before, I, mean, I don't yeah. feel like it's a sequel, even though they call it a stealth sequel. Yeah. An addition to the movie. It's an addition. An addition to the story. It's an addition to the cinematic universe. That's right. That's that Knight has created for that us. That is correct. Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. Glass, uh, you said this. It's a sequel to both 
Unbreakable and Split. Yes. While at the I same think time, a little more split because being an ending. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, it definitely ends things. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it takes place a few few weeks after Split. Before I think I three weeks is. Before I forget, I gotta say this. I was giving you a hard time earlier about how you were lounging. You weren't like professional in the what you were wearing. Right. The reason why I say this is because I'm actually wearing pants, wearing jeans. This guy like rocking the Superman here. lounge jeans, pants. jeans, and this is what I rock up to. This guy, well, this is what he shows up to work for. What? The, the work that we don't get paid to do. No. The uh, so anyway, but I will say this: that shirt is awesome. Yeah. That shirt is awesome. It's almost as good as my reverse Batman distress shirt. My Arkham shirt. Batman v Superman Donna pajamas right here. <laughs> oh, that's gross. That's gross. Donna hilarious. the PJ. Hello. That is hilarious, actually. But, uh, yeah, because mine is black and gray, and then it's the Arkham Knight symbol. Yeah. Or Arkham symbol. So that's nice. pretty fucking bitching. I do. I do love this shirt. It, it is a good one. And being that it's middle of winter, I felt long sleeves. Kind of yep. nice. I was actually going to do a long sleeve shirt underneath my Winter Soldier shirt, Ooh, which which is fantastic. Still, I wish it's hanging in there. It is still hanging. It's, it's cracking. I'm a at a point more. where I don't wear it as often. Yeah. Because I want to keep it, but I still got oh, it's yeah, I still got the shield emblem. Nice. And nothing over there. Yep. So we're good. Okay. All right. So glass. Glass. Overall, I love this movie. Overall, I love this movie, but I I believe I may have, and I, it's been about a week, so I don't know if I remember exactly what I said, Okay. but I believe I refer to Unbreakable and Split as being perfect movies, where I had no issues with anything in any of these movies. I think that's what I said. I'm pretty sure that's yep. what I said. I do have some issues with Glass. Right. <clears throat> so like Glass I said, is not perfect. Overall, I love the movie. There are things I don't like. We, what do you want to do first? We, we, I, I, you know, know what? I got some things I don't like, but and we'll hop into those at the end because I feel like the end is where quite a bit of the problems pop up. It's so weird that you would say that. Yes. So spoilers if you haven't seen Glass. Um, Fat fucking spoilers. I truly love the way the film starts. Oh, man. I love it. We get David Dunn. Oh. His son is back. Same actor from Unbreakable, same young actor who, uh, what's his name, Spencer? Spencer Tree Clark. Yeah. Comes back, they're running the security shop literally, together. Literally, as he's strolling around. Yeah. He's strolling around, his son is in his ear, yeah, his son is the man in the chair. He's doing the Alfred Oracle thing <clears throat> back in the Batcave. Or Ned. Yep. Or Ned. But, like, I, immediately I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then when we see that it's the same kid. Yeah. All grown up, I was like, that is awesome. Yeah. That is literally awesome. And I thought to myself, I don't think he's done anything since. And of course now, like, I don't. I don't believe he has. I'm almost certain he's done nothing. Yeah. If he did, it was a couple of things right away. Maybe around TV. Maybe he did some stuff on TV. I... But anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so immediately I was like, oh, that's awesome. And yeah, you're right. Like, the done security thing, I was like, oh, that is so cool. Like, that's that is so, so cool. awesome that he's doing that. Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, like, oh. Right away, no, because the first thing we see, it does, it's the fucking uh, douchebag kid. Yeah, well, they're doing the douchebag thing, the the little video series, the video violent series, video series. The violent video series. Knock the shit out of some Just stranger. some random stranger gets laid out yeah. by this dude, and then the tiptoe man shows up. Lights go out. But I actually like, I thought that was kind of cool how, like, he, they kind of do it like almost like a, uh, like a uh, monster. Mm -hmm. Lights go out. A noise happens, night light goes out, and then like the guy that's doing the knocking out is like, "All right, fuck." Yeah. You don't see anything; you just hear thud, thud, thrown against the wall, thrown against the wall, and then you just kind of see. And then the other kid stands up, who's anything but who stands yeah. up, and then you see this just the silhouette oh. of the overseer or the green guard oh, the green or the tiptoe man. Regardless, and, you see done with his yeah. rain slicker, and, and you're the, just the, like, oh. the kid editing goes, "Oh, it's you, it's you," <laughs> you know, and. So immediately, it's, and then, of course, that leads into the, you know, the done security system, because, you know, but what I like is that the kid is, or uh, his son is going through, and you see various clips and pictures of how very little done has been able to be seen, mm -hmm. you know, which, and I, I, I thought, I never thought of it before, but I was like, that's actually really cool that Knight thought, yeah, he would do whatever he can not to be seen. Yeah. The more he's seen, 
the less likely he's going to be able to do this for. And then you think about it in the context, and now it's like 19 years of This is aging this. in real time. He's been doing this for 19 years. He's been doing this for 19 years. He's, he's not been he's stopped. He's got this vigilante justice. <clears throat> Cops are trying to take him down. They're looking for him. They're looking for him hard. Yeah. And they just can't seem to find him, mm -hmm. you know. And I mean, I, I guarantee you part of that is his son going through and like scrubbing anything he can, if he can. Yes. You know, yeah. which makes sense that he would do that. But even just the little bits that they get, I thought that was actually kind of cool. Yeah. Because you never actually see his face ever. No. I think you just saw this part here and that was it. Yeah. yeah the a little, little bit, bit of his of, nose. Yep. Um, <clears throat> so then we hop over to... Uh, but first things first. How big was your smile when you saw Dunn in the green guard suit? It was so big, man. And then I, I'm not even joking. He goes from there. I was smiling. And then goes and meets his son, and you go, "Oh man, save a kid!" And he's doing a security system. Yeah, like a security store. So he's helping people as the overseer or whatever the fuck they want to call him. Tiptoe man is scary. That's one of those like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a horror movie. Green Guard, I just popped for it because I was yeah. like, that's hilarious. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. You know? Um, and it actually kind of works. I like that. Yeah. I, I almost think I like that more than Overseer just because I'm such an old schooler <laughs> that I'm like, I know in real life nobody would sit there and be like, you can call me the Green Goblin. They would just go, ah, you kind of look like a fucking goblin. <laughs> call me a goblin, I guess. Like, I feel, it feels weird that somebody would sit there and say, I would like to be called this. Green Goblin. Or anything. I'm not like, just Goblin. I'm you can call me Spider-Man. Like, it feels like somebody <laughs> yeah. would come up with a name for him. But anyway, regardless. So I, I like that aspect. But I was like, this is awesome. Like, right away, I was like, I can't believe he's been doing this this yeah. long. He's never been caught. His son, him and his son have a great relationship. But I immediately didn't see the mom. And I went, oh, she died. Yeah. I knew right away she died. I didn't think that she left for any reason. I just thought, oh, she and died. You'd get that little that little goodbye to her when, when Dunn's at home at the yeah. table. And he looks over and he just imagines, he sees the back Six of cents. her. Six cents. He saw dead people. Yeah. <laughs> that Surprise. was the first thing I saw. I was like, yeah. wrong movie, fucker. Yeah. <clears throat> but I was like, ah. And they, they make a mention of cancer yeah. later on in the movie. Yeah. So they make a mention. Five years ago or something like yeah. that. Yeah. <clears throat> Which explains why they shot her from the back because it obviously wasn't wrong right then. So his story is he's for the last three weeks he's been looking for the horde. Yes, exactly. Ever since making split, a consciousness, that's all he's doing split. is looking for the horde. Yeah, and exactly. So from yeah. split right at the ending, all yeah. he's doing is looking for the horde. So then we cut from them over to at time Hedwig, who's hanging out with these three cheerleader girls in this abandoned factory. Yeah. <clears throat> He's got them... Like, immediately, yeah. three new cheerleaders are kidnapped. Yeah. And flat out, the whole purpose is to get them ready for the horde. Or yeah. for the beast. The beast is coming again. The beast is coming again. <clears throat> yeah. Um, we do a couple of shots, like, where people are talking about the police and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. come Looking for uh, Dunn. But I love how Dunn is patrolling constantly. Yeah. He's patrolling at night. He's patrolling during the day... And he's, like, I love that scene where he's got the head thing in, and he's just like, I'm just going for a walk. And his son's like, yeah, maybe go for a walk later. It's not a good day for a walk. I'm going to go for a walk. So I, it, it, it's, it's night. <laughs> and night's, hey, night's let looking your dad go for a walk. Let your dad go for a walk. <laughs> but I remember, like, first thing when they did that scene, I remember just, like, kind of cringing because I've been, like, I've been doing customer service for so long. Yeah. And I've seen conversations like that between salespeople yeah. or, customer, or people that work in the same place. And I remember going, like, why are you doing this in front of a customer? Don't do this in front of that customer. Just make things awkward for that customer. Yeah. Don't ever do that. Because mm -hmm. if you're there and two people are doing this while you're a customer, you're going to go, hey, uh, what the fuck? But I love that he's just like, let your dad go for a walk. Yeah. And it, then it, he it immediately looks and goes, hey, yeah. didn't you work security at the, the, stadium? the stadium over there? And he's just like, yeah. He's like, yeah. I was actually, uh, I can't remember exactly what he said, but he was like, I, was, I, I used to run with a rough crowd back yeah. in the day. And, and uh, then you uh, you got, you saved me and I turned my life around because yep. of you. Thanks, man. And I it was just like, I really like that. This is awesome. It's just like, especially because immediately I was like, fuck you, Knight. What are you doing? Don't do this. <laughs> Don't make the movie about you. <laughs> but I do like the scene. I love that scene. Because, yeah. like, so the first 20 minutes I was like, this. This is so it's, great. It's so and such then, a strong start, and and so like he's patrolling, but he doesn't know where to patrol. His son exactly. puts it together. 
There's attack here, here, here. That's right. I I, I feel like it's over here. It's in, in this, this abandoned factory area. area. It's the easiest way to get through these areas. Yeah. But, um, oh yeah, so like I'm saying, so I like the part, he's purposely walking into crowds of people. Yeah. And I like it because it plays off of uh, the inherent, uh, not so much niceness of people, but most people, like when they're in that position, and he's bumping into them on purpose, most of them don't say anything. They're just mm -hmm. kind of like, okay, we'll leave them alone. But anyone that's watched, you know, Unbreakable, it's just like, ah. Uh, He's fucking... We know what we're doing. He's fucking trying to track people down. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> and then... Uh, but then he sees Hedwig. Mm-hmm. Something about right Hedwig. Right at the last minute, he's about to call the search off for the night. Yeah. Hedwig comes along. He's all... Something about Hedwig kind of tips him off. Yeah. So then he follows Hedwig. Bumps it. Well, he bumps into Hedwig, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, he, he bumps, bumps into, into Hedwig. him. And Hedwig's like, oh, sorry. Here's sorry. the part that I really liked about it, was that he bumps into Hedwig, and all he sees is what pertains to Hedwig. Yes. He doesn't see any indication that this is more than multiple personalities or anything. And I thought that was a great touch. Like, immediately, I, I, I said out loud, I went, you only saw Hedwig. Yeah. And I thought that was great. Great. And uh, so, yeah, that's right, because, you know, they, they show all that stuff, and I remember just being like, oh, man, this is great. But what I also like is when we follow Hedwig through that underpass where all the bums are, mm -hmm. and it immediately goes from, he's just like, Oh, like dying because of the smell, and then he takes his shirt off, and you're like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> Here we go. And then the beast shows up. Yeah. And it's so crazy. Like we talked about this in Split. But it's so crazy how now something as simple as McAvoy just going like this, and you're like, "Oh fuck!" It's the beast. Mm -hmm. That's it. It's over. So you know he's eating these bums, which is weird because you think they. Were I mean, he didn't eat the bums. He he went to Transformer because they were broken by him. I was just about to say that. Like, because he transforms. Because they're broken, that's right. Because while he's when down he, there, that's right. David's rescuing those girls. That's right. In the factory. That's right. So he he gets the girls free. Well, he just breaks <laughs> the friggin' bars off. Well, that, I was like, oh man, this is yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's so awesome. So they're free. Well, hold on, okay, hold on. Then back up. So he, so he's in that tunnel. Yeah. Sees the bums. Yes. Turns into the beast. And then goes back to the girls. Then goes back to the girls right away. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, they, obviously they're broken. Yeah. To some degree, they're bums. They're, yeah, they're broken. You know, no offense to any bums no. who have Wi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes my mouth gets ahead of me. <laughs> anyway, so, so that's right. So we see him saving the girls, or attempting to save the girls, and boom, we get a fucking fight scene yeah. between David Dunn yep. and the Beast. Yes. And it is immediately awesome. The way it is shot. And then, now... I love this, again, we talked about this in Breakable, the way night shoots things. You know what I mean? Oh, I know like, what you it, mean. It's, it's, Say it, what you will about him. It's uncommon. Sure. It's, it's fresh. Yep. I sure mean, he is hit and miss, but mm -hmm. the guy can shoot. Yeah. Like, even uh, after Earth, which I know they tried everything they could not to tell people it was an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah. And they basically went like, it's Will Smith and his son! It's just Will Smith. And uh, the guy that did the Sixth Sense, but we don't really want to talk about mm -hmm. that. But Will Smith! And that was a garbage movie. Yeah. And I wanted so badly to like it. I will say it was about 90% better than The Last Airbender. So hey, he was, was moving up in the world. I never even wanted to watch that because it looked like garbage. Plus, I was never a fan of the show. Yeah. Or I never watched the show enough to be a fan, so yeah. I could care less. It was garbage. It was big I heard garbage. it was... Not even before the, so bad. the whitewashing. Yeah, everything just looks so ridiculous. It's just bad. Um, anyway. So so the girls that David saves, they go, where is he? <clears throat> and then David just slowly goes like this. Yeah! And then He's... we get first-person <laughs> view of the beast. So now the camera's coming in at David and the girls upside down. Oh, I loved that shot. And then it goes behind David and you just see the beast like emerge from the darkness on the ceiling. Oh. That was so awesome. Just like, here we go. Oh, here we go. It was so crazy. And he throws that giant desk, and then David catches it. I was like, throws it. He tells the girls, "Get out of here!" Yeah, throws, throws it, back. it back. Catches it. Yeah, throws, throws it at, at one the, of the girls. Fucking lays her out. I was like, I was like, oh, she, she's dead. She wasn't. No, but I was amazed by it. She's got I was a like, headache. How is she not dead? She's got a headache now. <laughs> That's it. Just a headache. Just a She's headache. a superpower, too. Hey. Now she knows. Now she knows. So then the beast... But that was awesome because he just goes like this. 
yeah. throws it back, and then again, throws it again. I was like, ah, fuck, I can't get over this. And then they just, oh, they, oh, fuck. Well, they go, like, this, they're, they're they, going at they're it. They're in it, and they're, they're but I, here's the thing that the I walls. liked about this, was, uh, it's the same thing I said, like, in Unbreakable, where this is an ugly fight. Mm-hmm. This isn't, like, choreographed, like, Superman and Zod, beautifully fighting, okay? This is one guy fighting like an animal. Mm-hmm. So it's whatever he hits you with is what he hits you with. Yep. Like at one point, he literally, like, Dunn's got him and he crawls up the wall to flip over him type of thing. Yep. It's just an ugly looking fight. And Dunn, even though he's been doing this for a long time, is just a, like, bare knuckle, like a boxer type fighter slash hold you, grab you type of thing and throw you. So they're throwing each other into these things, into like support, uh, old support it's, teams. It's the look on their faces too. Like David, the look on his face is like this guy is as strong as me. And then even the beast Maybe is just stronger. The beast is just like what the hell? Exactly. They're both looking at each other like yeah, you're strong like yeah. me. Maybe stronger. And then the the beast does this again oh. on David, and David's just like. Like at first he's like, oh, and, that's and then he's just you, like, yeah, you oh. really see the look on the beast's face and like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? And then they do that, th- like they get thrown out the, or no, he, well, he topples he goes them out like of the window. The window. I, I love that part where he's just shuffling them back, and yeah. then it's just like throw them out, yeah. and then you think, holy fuck! And then the cops show up. What you think are the cops? Yes, you think of the cops. Early spoiler. Not fully, but early. And at first, I was like, damn you cops, because they both stand up and it's raining, and they're both looking at each other. Visually, it was awesome, because you're like, holy shit, and then you see the cops coming up behind David Dunn, Mm -hmm. like very slowly, and you're just like, oh, fuck. And of course, he's not going to do anything to hurt them. No. He doesn't want to. He just wanted to stop For a moment, like, he's like, how can I get out of here? Oh. His son shows up. That's right. Yeah. And he's, he's talking to his son, he's like... I'll be okay. Yeah, exactly, like, exactly. And, uh, man, what an opening. Half an hour. So now, that's just the opening. Half an hour, and, and I, I was like... I had chills. I'm like, this is oof, everything oof, I wanted. Exactly. I literally was like, oof. Because <laughs> yeah. I remember the build-up to this movie, and the reviews came out, and critics shat all over it. Yeah. Uh, it was disjointed, looked like it was rushed, blah, blah, blah. What you see in the trailers isn't what you get in the movie. I disagree. What you see in the trailers is what you get in the movie. You just don't realize how long they spend in one spot of the movie. They, I mean, I don't know what people were expecting, though. because. But that's the other part, too. Unbreakable's not a fast-paced movie. And that's that's exactly it. Like So, it's like I, I thought about it because I'm watching it. And I'm going, like, if you watched Unbreakable, if you're one of the 20 people, mm-hmm. I, obviously it's more, but it seems like it's a small group of people that watched Unbreakable. And yeah. Like, no, 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 you don't understand. That's a fucking great movie. Yeah. It's a great movie. It's a great superhero movie. One of the best superhero movies of all time. Mm-hmm. Okay? It, nothing about Unbreakable is a conventional superhero story except that it's an origin movie. Yes. That's it. That's it. That is it. Okay, like I reference Spider-Man because it's an origin story of David Dunn and Elijah Price, uh, Overseer, Mr. Glass. Okay, just like Spider-Man is an origin movie for Spider-Man and Green Goblin. Mm-hmm. That's it. Everything else about this movie is unconventional. Sure. So again, like you said, I I agree. I don't know why they thought it was going to be like Avengers. Right. right. So, well... <laughs> like. Yeah, we're gonna have this big huge. Well, we'll get to topic. it. But, but like conventional, right? Like I'm watching this and I'm going, "This is everything I ever wanted." Stupid me, because that would be conventional. I should have saw what was coming, coming. But we'll get to that. I feel the same way because even with the trailers, like you know, they end up in the the asylum. Yeah, you know that. Which, which I was okay with, though I have to say that is the worst guarded freaking facility in the world. You know what I love about you, These Kenneth? These three guys are super powered. Let's have no guards. You know what I love about you, Kenneth? What's that? Shell and I said the same thing. Yeah. Like, we literally. We got water and lights. We don't need to pay for guards. Exactly. Exactly. Like That guy's in a wheelchair. What's he going to do? They literally reference how glass, actually, when he first came in, yeah. was constantly getting out and causing a ruckus. So they just, they doped him up. Okay, fine. But 
<laughs> so at first they make it seem like it's just them in this facility. Mm. So you think, there's okay. There's no one else. There's no one else. It's just them. But here's another thing that actually, so this, the lack of security, mm. you got one guy, one security guard at the door. Yeah. You have one main guy, like a nurse, who's there. Mm-hmm. And another guy's coming in for the ship change. So what does this guy do? He doesn't wait until Buddy stops trying to get in the security guard's pants. Yeah. Talking about vitamin to show D or whatever else. To show up. Vitamin D. Very appropriate. Well, give me, you need some drips from the vitamin D. <laughs> Which I will gladly administer. Yeah. So, like, not that there's anything wrong with that. But instead of, like, him showing up and having the guy go, hey, man, uh, maybe don't take ten minutes to get to your fucking mm-hmm. desk. He leaves, mm-hmm. meets him on the outside. So you've got a guy who is rumored yeah. to have multiple personalities. One of them is a killer, mm-hmm. a kidnapper and a killer yeah. of an undisclosed amount of women, but enough that the cops were looking yeah. for. One's a terrorist. One is a terrorist that we know has caused thousands of deaths. And apparently this is the same facility he's been in for 19 years. Yes. So he stayed here by himself with no other patients? Right. And also, we have uh, we have a guy that's been fighting crime. Yeah. Essentially making the cops look bad, so they want to make sure that they get him. Yeah. And he may or may not have powers, but as far as we know, he's just a vigilante. He's been yeah. getting lucky. Yeah. Okay? No armed guards at all, unless they were bringing them in. That was it. Yeah. Armed guards to bring him in. And after that, the only other armed guard I saw was in the big long shot that they had in the trailer. Yeah. And I think there was only two. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't um, four guys up front, four guys at the back, every single cop they, or every single security guard available to block windows or anything. Mm-hmm. You know, and I agree. Like, sure, you had water, but Dunn wasn't going to do anything. He no. was caught. No. And he's not a bad guy. He went off that one one time when he saw that the beast was across the hall from him. That was it. Yeah. And then the only reason was because Beast was there. Yeah. Oh, you're still alive? Fuck, I gotta stop him. Yeah. Okay? Um, the lights, luckily enough for them, worked. They worked. But even that one part where the dude is, uh, see, again, that one security, or not the, the one nurse, I swear, the first thing I said was like, I think he's actually got the hots for McAvoy. You know? The one that was switching on the light? Yeah. Off and on, I that, that scene, too. Like, he was, like, just hitting the light. And you're like, because <gasps> Magwood kept changing. Yeah, but, my, like, Michelle said, and why like, doesn't he just he, leave? I'm like, is he on the other side of the room? Like, how far away from the door is he? Like, Michelle, and then like, he why doesn't he just leave? And yeah. I was saying, like, I, my first thought was, he's so freaked out. Yeah. Because he was bought in. Yeah. You know? Like, one of the personalities was flirting with him. And he was in. Like, he was into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was a ploy to fuck him up, to get out. So he's like frazzled. So he's just panicking. Yeah. So that's what I said. So it makes sense. That makes, that makes sense. Guess, makes sense. But what doesn't make sense is how after that, he's so flippant with the guy. Mm-hmm. Like it's like nothing ever happened. Yeah. If I was in that situation and I was getting flirted with and I was into it and it turned into a ploy and I'm working in an insane asylum with may or may not be, well, this guy's a psycho. Mm-hmm. And I was buying into it. I wouldn't be like, "Oh, hey, man." I, I, I wouldn't be lax. I'd be like, "I don't really want to fucking deal with that guy." Mm-hmm. Can someone else feed him, give him his food or whatever? Yeah. Or it would be like, "Here's the lights. Here's the door. I'm between the door and the lights. I got the switch, and I'm kicking that fucking thing as close as I can to you, and that's it." Yeah. You know, I like if you go, hey, like try to do the flirty thing again, I'd be like, yeah, I fell for that once. I'm never falling for that again. Mm-hmm. Get any closer, I'll fucking zap you myself. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, that was one of the weakest parts for me because it did take me out of the movie because I was like, I don't understand. Even just the fact that Elijah Price killed thousands of people and has gotten out. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have an armed guard in front of his door. Or anybody. Like, not one person is by his door to go, Hey, Elijah. So weird. I thought you were all doped up. Guess we should check you for all those pills you're not taking. Conveniently stored right here in his wheelchair that they couldn't find. 
I I don't like most of the problems from the movie come from that facility, but these were all small problems. That I I was going yeah. I shrugged. I was like stupid. But I, I, mean, I was. I've been sitting there. I was just like, overlooking. okay, all right. Um. So we got Sarah Paulson as Dr. Ellie Staple. I liked it. Who is a huge part of the movie? Yep, so I like it. She's individually treating all three of them, and then she brings them together in that one room. Yep. Which I love because Dunn and Beast are sitting there. What I like about the the. I like that ultimately she is basically trying to get them to go, you're right, this is all just a mental delusion. It's all in my head. What I didn't like was that she was trying, that they, that, that Knight was trying to get her to also make the audience go, huh, Unbreakable and Split was fake. Yeah. That one didn't really happen the way we thought it did. He was trying. He was trying really hard, and it actually kind of made me a little mad, because I was like, why would you do that? The character, her character tr doing it, Especially when you get to the end, makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. You know, like she makes it out like uh, she's just trying to help them because they got three three days and they're dead. Mm -hmm. All of them are gonna get killed unless they she can get them to admit that all of this is just in their head. But with the proper treatment, then they'll stay in this facility for the rest of their days. Yeah, I was like, okay, all right. She's a doctor who specializes in people that think they're superheroes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which seems like a pretty niche field. I it's, it seems like an oddly, oddly like, niche feel. And yeah, I don't like I'm going to go said, into this. I don't like that she said superhero. Yeah. Because, well, I guess technically, if you think about it, they would all think they're a hero in some degree. The Horde doesn't think they're doing anything wrong. Yeah. The Beast certainly doesn't Mr. think Glass he's doing doesn't anything think wrong. Mr. Glass, yeah, that's right. So, okay. Yeah. Because so, the first couple of times, I remember just being like, those guys are super villains. Yeah. Get your fucking terminology straight. It makes sense. It makes yeah. sense. Anyway. But she's just like a snooty, like, oh, comic book superheroes. Yeah. Yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. So you get that scene in the room. Yep. And, and, and that, that I love that scene great. so much because that's when David realizes that Elijah's here. They wheel Elijah in and he looks up and he's like, you gotta be kidding it's me. It's bad enough I'm here with this fucker. Yeah. Who should be dead. Yeah. And, Why is he here? And this guy's here. He killed, he's alive? He killed hundreds or thousands or whatever he said. You like, kept him alive. like I, and, I, and I felt the same way too. Like it's odd that you would keep him alive. Yeah. Um, I, one of the reviews... death penalty in Philadelphia? Hmm? No death penalty in Philadelphia, I take it. I guess not. <clears throat> one of the things that... Uh, one of the reviews I read uh, from what culture was that they said that Casey's plot in the movie was completely extraneous. Mm. She did not need to be in that movie. You could take her out, and the story could go roughly the same. You could take her out. It was just to have that human connection to one of the other characters. Well, I kind of that's thought, my, my argument. For, that's why I feel like you couldn't take it out. I got a real Beauty and the Beast vibe from this movie. Yeah. It was... The only part that fucked me up about it was that we're not too far removed from Split. Three weeks, but three weeks. She didn't have a problem with any of them besides the beast, and the beast let her live. It does just seem really weird that her her stance was very staunch. Like they can't be, he can't be killed. It's mm -hmm. not his fault. If we can get Kevin, or yeah, Kevin Michael Crumb, Kevin Wendell Crumb, Wendell Crumb, we can get Kevin Wendell Crumb out, and if he can stay. If light. he can take over in the light, then we don't have to worry about anything else. Yeah. What I didn't like was it. she really made it sound like it was something as simple as having Kevin just go, okay, guys, like, this is it. Never mind that he's got, like, 29 or 28 other personalities in his head also going, fuck you. Mm -hmm. And the Horde is the majority. At, the, at this point in the movie, they're the majority. Yeah. So they're the ones that are actively making it so that Kevin can't come out. Okay. But they're starting to not believe in the beast as much because of Ellie's treatment, which makes I'm it saying easier. up until this point, though, up until this point, yeah, because this is because uh, Casey shows up before the big long scene and still goes, well, no, you can't, you can't kill him. Mm -hmm. You gotta get Kevin out. You gotta get Kevin out because that's the thing. And I remember immediately just being like, that's so quick. That's a quick turnaround for her to just be like that, you know? Yeah. I mean, I get what you're saying, and I understand that part. But I, also, for me personally, too, I, I feel like maybe she's over... 
thinking, she's not thinking it through because, okay, so maybe Kevin takes over, but for how long can he maintain that? You know? Mm-hmm. Well, he was only able to keep it for a few seconds the first time she met him and said Kevin Wendell Trump. Yeah. And even then the second time around, like when she touched him. Yeah. Yeah, she did turn him. Yeah. But it didn't last long either. And she gets him out for a while at the end. Of course. Which I, which I was okay with. Yeah. But I mean, it's just... It's just weird that she made it seem like it was that simple, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, am I... Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. You know, like... It's kind of hard to... It's hard to get in that mind frame, though, right? Because, like... And that's... Yeah, she's, that's she's true. the broken, right? She's been abused her whole life. That's Who right. knows what's going through her head? Maybe she's like, this guy won't abuse me. He's someone that understands what I've gone through. I mean, yeah, you're right. It, I, and so, and I, to some degree, I won't understand it from her perspective. I mean, I'm broken in my own way, so... Yeah. You know, but... Uh, that part just kind of seemed a little weird, but I wouldn't take her out of the movie. No, I enjoyed her being in there. I thought she was such a good actress. She's such a good actress. And, I mean, I, I really liked her at Split, so I was yeah. happy to see her in this it's another reason why I really want that new mutant movie, because she plays magic. Yeah, exactly. So. Oh. Um. Got the facility. We spend a lot of time in there, too. It, it could happen movie. Yeah. And it's a long movie. It's like two hours and ten minutes. Or I, uh, I got a kick out of how... Uh, so Glass gets out, naturally. Naturally. And then... Because uh, I, I remember like immediately going, there's no cameras in here? So he gets out, right? Mm-hmm. And then they wake him up. And they're like, yeah, you got out. Who do you think you're kidding? And they drug him the fuck up. Yeah. They put in like a hundred new cameras. And cameras just, are everywhere We've got now. cameras everywhere. And I remember just thinking like... But hold on. He got out in the first place. Mm-hmm. He got him a camera. This isn't the first time he got out. Why is it so easy for this cripple to fucking get out? Yeah. You know, and they just pawn it off like he's really super smart. We put cameras everywhere, but we won't hire another guard to watch your room. Yeah, we won't even hire a guard mm-hmm. to watch your room. We'll just have the guard at the front door, what we think is the front door, and that's it. We won't hire any more nursing staff, even then, you yeah. know. I remember there was the one scene where the guy had the flashlight, and Michelle's like, oh, God. Like, she was like, he's going to overuse him. And I'm like, no, he's fucking scared of this guy, mm-hmm. and he is testing it. He's doing this thing, right? Now. Look, I will fucking break every bone in your legs. Are you awake, you know, and fakes him out or whatever. But even then, I was like, yeah, but if you're that shit scared of him. So technically, you got two dudes that are shit scared, two of the guys here. But let's keep them on. Let's yeah. not have a rotating staff. I will say, with the final time that Blas gets out, he cuts that one guy's throat. Oh, my my mom, my mom and dad came with me. Of course. It's just funny, because I don't think they've even seen a breakable split. So I was <laughs> like, you guys are going to be really lost. <laughs> Actually, I disagree. I said to a guy, like, he, he had said he was watched Split, he and his girlfriend watched Split, and they were going to watch Glass, and I said, oh, man, have you seen a break? And I said, no, but do I need to? And I said, no, you actually don't. They do enough of explaining it so that you don't need to. You have to watch Split. You, you, you can probably you get play. away without watching both of them, you, but if you've seen them, it makes things a lot easier. It does. My mom was really enjoying Hedwig, so it kind of made it easier. She, yeah, she was laughing at Hedwig. But, but when that uh, throat slash scene came on, she went, <gasps> I actually, what I loved about that was so like sunny. when he comes in and he goes, uh, he's like, oh, you moved your pictures. And you see the broken, I was like, immediately I was like, oh, he's dead. Yeah. He's fucking dead. It's over. And then it was just, <laughs> so quick. <laughs> and just goes off and just doing his thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I mean, like we watched the trailer, so we knew that they, Glass was going to try to team up with the Beast to, uh, what I thought was just ultimately to kill Dunn. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I ultimately, I thought it was just, okay, so the two of them are going to team but up to kill Dunn. it's not so much Dunn. kill Dunn, it's make them fight on a public... Yeah. So I thought that was kind of neat. I was like, okay, well that's kind of cool. Like, like his end game... This whole building opening. Like was, we're gonna yeah, there. we're going to go there. We're going to go there where the whole world can see that. Mm-hmm. We exist mm-hmm. so that other people like us will go, huh, 
and it'll be a new age. Yeah, it'll just spread. Like, everyone will be seeing, well, maybe I'm More and more people will go, okay, you know what? I'm not a fucking freak show. Just look at those two dudes, right? And I thought, that's actually kind of an interesting take. But I'm still going, like, what's his end game here? Mm -hmm. What is his end game, right? This is the guy that killed, like, thousands of people just to find one guy. And he may or may not have found this guy, mm -hmm. but he was willing to keep going until he found the one guy that was the opposite number of him, the guy that couldn't be broken. So what's his end game, right? Yeah. Um, they start doing the breakout thing, and that's when I was like, okay. The breakout thing, like, that was great. I love the whole uh, glass goes. Who, who's glass talking? Patricia, I think, originally, right? Yeah, yes. Because Patricia's that's like, right. but maybe the beast is not real and she's not really believing anymore. Yeah. And like, they're, and like they're, get, they're starting to yeah. question the beast. So it's like, I'll get you out of here tomorrow night. Yeah. But I want to meet the beast. That's right. Which is awesome. Cause that meeting was so great. The beast gets right up. It's just like, like smelling him. He's in yeah. space and yeah, he's just like, like, you better hope he likes you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I was like, man, like that's when it started to get good. Yeah. That was really good. I did kind of get the, I liked the idea that, that uh, Dr. Staple broke Dunn. She did. I I didn't think I would. Like, when she started to do it, and he literally started to second-guess himself, I was like, wow, and broke him. I was like, oh, my God, wow. Like, when she said, uh, well, your wife died of cancer like five years ago, right? And I was like, you bitch. You fucking bitch. And that broke him, right? Mm -hmm. And then she, she mentioned the whole, um, well, I mean... You almost died when you were a kid. Wouldn't you want to be unbreakable? You'd never die. And I was like, man, that's just like that whole uh, Superman thing where I think it was Schuster. Schuster's dad was killed by uh, by being shot. Mm -hmm. And then he makes a character who's bulletproof. bulletproof. And I remember, like, I actually teared up because I was like, oh, man, that's just like Superman. And and I that part of the story always kind of gets me because you're like, well, yeah, if you were a young kid, and you liked comic books or you were creating a character, you would create somebody that is bulletproof because then your dad wouldn't have died, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I was like, man, that's crazy. That's amazing how that's how she broke him. But the scene of him busting out of that thing. Glass goes over the intercom and says, Yeah. I shut the water tanks down. Yeah. We're out. Like, yeah, we're out. We're, we're going, going to fuck shit building. up. Come and get us. Kind of yeah, thing. we're going to fuck shit up and only you can stop us. And, and then you see, like, they're still, like, working their way out of the building and Dunn's already, like, making dents in the door and I was like, you guys are going to make to that building in time. Like, he's coming. But the I loved how the first time he hits it, nothing. Nothing. And you think, oh. But the second time, as soon and I was as he like, sees that dance, he's like, all right. And then just kind of, Right? And yeah. then boom, yeah. right through it. Door flies down. You know? Although I will say the shot of glass decked out yeah. with the NG, I was like, baller! Yeah. That is awesome. That's so great. You know, and the other guy, the one guy gets killed the same way, just fucking broken. Yeah. yeah. And so then Dunn goes to the evidence locker, I guess you could say, or the keepsakes. Yeah. Sees it and he's like, ah fuck. Grabs his his rain slicker and I was like Oh yeah! Here we go! Oh yeah! And she they have that to get awesome fight scene out in the meet, fucking main meet. yard. No, no, no! Spencer and Elijah's mom and yeah, and Casey, Casey are all, are all converging because this is the day. This, this is, is the little, third day. A little convenient that they all arrive at the same time. I that part threw me, but I immediately was like, oh yeah, but that's this is the third day. This, this is, is the when day they would be getting. This out. is when they would either be here and living forever. Yeah. Or getting killed. Yeah. So naturally these three people are going to come and plead the case for the last final time. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, you got, that's that shot of like the two of them just staring each other down from opposite sides of the field. And the beast is like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he just starts doing like actual X-Men beast. And then X-Men beast shot like galloping. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. And they, they oh, do and he's got those girls inside that van, yes. right? Because okay. first thing he does is fucking kidnap more girls. Girls in the van. Just throws them in. But then we get that awesome, like, he goes inside the van for the shot of the impact. 
I know. You, you see Beast the and nail him, oh. and then they come flying back, and the whole van just rocks. It's just like, oh, oh. again. The dent happens, and I was way like, he's shooting. Like, through the security cameras, he's showing footage. That was one of the things cameras. I liked the most, that he was showing through security cameras, because then I was like, well, how do you get past this? Yeah. Like, how do you bounce back from this? How do you see this and then go, no, these, these creatures don't exist? Mm -hmm. You know? And, I mean, we do see how they're starting to get around this. Yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah, because now we're kind of getting into uh, where things really just fucking... This is where it goes sideways. Where I... things get unconventional, because, you know, night needs to twist things up. Yeah, the, uh, so cops show up. Yes. And at first, I'm like, okay, well, cops show up. And then I remember they showed a shot of the sniper, and they showed a tattoo. Clover tattoo, black clover tattoo, and immediately I went, "What the fuck is up? What, what does is that up?" Because it was after the shot, so uh, the beast gets shot in the stomach, and I remember who the fuck shot him in the stomach. That was my first shot. Thought was why the stomach, and then they show this sniper, they show the clover thing, and I'm like, "What the fuck is happening?" And they show, uh, they literally show a quick shot of a puddle of water, and I went. What the fuck are they going to do? And they grab Dunn, <clears throat> and they bring him over there, and I'm like, are you fucking for real? You're going to kill them, right? And uh, Glass has now been, oh, that's right, I forgot Basically, about the reveal. Yeah, you're going to hop ahead there. I, yeah, I, I hopped ahead of the reveal. Okay, so they do the reveal, because Spencer went and found out. All Spencer about went, but so did Glass. Well, yeah, so did Glass. Because I remember when Glass was looking at him, he was like, oh, oh, I was like, what the fuck just happened here? Now, I called this right from Split. As soon as I saw David Dunn at the end of Split, I went, same train. His dad died on the same train. Oh, see, I, I didn't, I did so not when, so make when that they, connection So at all. when they made that twist here, I was like, just like I called it in Split. So I, it wasn't a big surprise for me. No, it was a big surprise for me. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. And I loved how they shot it. How they shot, showed footage of his, him getting on. and then They, they showed... His dad, all yeah. shot new, yeah. scan over, and you see the switch. Yeah. And immediately now, it's like right back to VHS or yeah. DVD, and you're just like, I literally was like, I love how they did that. I absolutely love how they did that. I was just like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I, I can't really explain it right now, but that's amazing. <laughs> and I thought that was so awesome that, that that was the case. And like when he says it, he's like, like, Glass killed your dad or whatever, and the Beast is like, so he, and Glass is like... The Beast is just like... Like, what? And they're like, I love how Glass is just like, Man, I created you. I created him. I created you. It took a little bit longer. Yeah. And I was like, you're too happy for this, because you're dead. But he knew he was going to die, because he told the kids, like, Oh, not yet. Yeah, like, I know. Like, I know. But I mean, like, at the time I'm watching it, it was in retrospect, and I'm like, yeah, he knew. But at the time, I was like... You're way too happy for this shit. You're dead. Like, you are fucking dead. Because of the big plan. And, and the then, end. so the beast fucks him up hard. Oh, he gives him that shot. Well, at first he goes in that awesome beast voice. Right on his shoulder. It crushes him first. Fucking right in there. Yeah. And then gives him the shove. And I was like, oh my god. Like, And with every time. I that, appreciate that you let me out, but I must look out for Kevin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I remember just being like, holy fuck. Yeah. And, uh. One of the things, too, is, like, so, I, I get that his mom loves him unconditionally. Mm -hmm. And I, I like that at least she goes, hey, look, he did some bad things, but he's still brilliant. And I remember just thinking, like, did some bad things? You're glossing over a lot here. Yeah. Okay? But mother's love. It's right? a mother, yeah. Okay. And she said, oh, you're spectacular. And I was like, okay, all right, but... He's up here, mm -hmm. right? So you have that closure. And then we have, you uh, have Beast throws David in the tank. That's right. And they're in the tank fighting. Oh, that part was awesome. Kind of cracking. And he's punching it. And then, then I'm getting happy because like, like, the fight's oh, not over. Fight's not over. Fight's not over. Yeah. And then immediately it's over. Immediately it was over. Because they fall out, Beast gets up, starts walking away, Casey grabs him, brings out Kevin. Brings out Kevin. So now he's no longer bulletproof. That's right. Sniper. 
right in the stomach still pisses me off. Yeah, right in the stomach. They show the tattoo. That's right. So they show the tattoo, and yeah. that, like I said, so now we're at the point where I'm like, what the fuck? So now I, I'm, I'm, glass is dying. I, I kind of had a feeling that's was going to die. I had a feeling he was going to die, too. I didn't really think Beast was going to die. I did not think Beast was going to so die. So watching him die kind of bummed me out. But David died. And David dying by having some faceless, nameless guy drowning him in a few inches of water. It made me so mad. I, I sat I up, and this is, like, I did the sit-up thing again. But this was not a good sit-up thing. No. I was like, they're not doing this. I was this, this they're was me. This was me, and I went, no, no, no. Oh, because he grabs Ellie's hand but, first. No, no, no. Here's where I literally, because I was like, what the fuck, what the fuck? And then, then I was like. And they show her through his view yeah. coming up. And I went, are you fucking kidding me? And she goes, she goes, uh, David, take my hand. And now, I don't, now I'm like, fuck this shit. Fuck this shit. Because I don't care what story they're telling me now. I don't fucking care. Something was up with her the entire time. Yeah. I felt it. But I was like, you fuck. Fuck you. Because you're killing David Dunn. You're killing him. Yeah, I waited 19 years to see him on on, in a movie. Again. Okay. And as soon as she said, like, as soon as she walked up, I'm like, fuck this shit. She's going to say, take my hand. Takes his hand, and then we do this weird shadow organization. And immediately, like, I saw I call them the Shamrock Society. Shamrock Society? I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that. Um, but, yeah. so they do that, and, like, they do it weird, too, where they so go, the okay, it's just us now. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So then, they kill him. And then she explains her actions. Yeah. We're part of an organization where we don't want any of you to be around. Mm -hmm. She's saying this to Glass. Yeah. Because she's got this reverence for Glass. And she's like, it doesn't matter if you guys do good or bad. We don't want any of you here. We're here to balance the scales. And I was like, okay. So so now I'm like, okay, so you've been going around stopping other superheroes and making them think they're not Thousands really of years. You've been doing this. Thousands of years. Thousands of years. Since the dawn of time, this organization has been here to stop these things. So immediately, as I watch Spencer cry over his dead father, Ugh. I'm thinking, so you've been around for all these years, and in 19 years you couldn't stop David sooner? You had to wait for this moment for him to be thrown into this facility? Exactly. You couldn't at any point 19 in time, years he's been doing this. She knew his weakness. Yeah. Um, shortly after she got glass, yeah. um, she knew David Dunn's weakness. Or maybe not her, because she was new to this. Yeah. Okay? But they had glass. This organization knew David Dunn, knew where he was, knew his weaknesses, but couldn't do fuck all until they pseudo-arrested them, because they were a fake cop organization. Yeah. And they managed to bring him in. They couldn't do anything. They couldn't put a bullet in him. They couldn't drown him anytime sooner. So we get all of this, and we have him die in a puddle of blood, or puddle of water, which... A few inches deep. Just drown by... Okay, so what... Oh. It's it's the way he died that pisses me off. It's the way he died. The way he died. If Knight would have killed him in some heroic fashion, even just if he even died just, if he drowning with the beast, I would have accepted that. I would have accepted that the beast wins. I would have accepted. I I would have accepted. I would have rather liked some. Kind I wouldn't of, have. I wouldn't have liked it if the beast won. I, I wanted, even if Kevin got out, yeah. I still would have been like, because in the real world, it's really hard for you to go. Look, I didn't kill those people. The Beast, the second, one of my multiple personalities that I have here, killed him. Mm -hmm. Some people will go, okay, I get that. Most people will go, burn. I don't fucking care what you tell me. Yeah. You, your DNA is all these fucking people. You killed them. I don't care what you tell yeah, me. Yeah, that's all you gotta burn. Okay? But, oh, man. He should have either died in a heroic fashion because he was a hero. He just, 19 years of just saving people. Yeah. He was a good person, a good Died father, in the line of duty. A good husband. Like a superhero normally goes. Yes. They don't get to grow old, live in the sunset. They I would have even accepted, I would have hated it, but I would have even more accepted if they abducted him and took him somewhere. To some degree, yeah. He disappeared. Yeah. I mean, I get it. What happened I get it. They did it in a way that they could never, ever revisit that character. Yeah. Okay? But the other thing, 
that really, really bugged me was that the whole purpose of this ultimately was so that class shows the world that these people exist. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right. The problem is, is that we've released this movie in 2019 where everyone's got a cell phone where most people are going to go, yeah, but that's fake. That's fake. Yeah. Okay. The other thing is they, so they do the mythology where they're like, okay, well, we did it in Philadelphia, so let's move on to the next city. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So there's more supers out there, whatever. But Glass is ultimately painted as a good guy by the end of this movie. It's a somewhat of a redemption story. It's kind of like Magneto. Magneto is a terrorist, but he has this view the for the mutants. His number one goal is the mutants. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think of Glass as a hero by any means. They really push it. Like, I mean, they, the ends justify the means. Sure, he killed countless people, but he did it so that he could get David Dunn out there. And then ultimately, his end game is to show that the world that we could be better than we are. Well, it, you know what? The movie's called Glass, so he had to have some kind of higher role in the whole thing. I do like that in the end, he beat them. He outsmarted them. He died. He was happy. He did. He did beat the like, Shamrock Society. Though he didn't expect that society. And I love what he's saying to his mom as he died. <laughs> this wasn't the limited edition yeah. epic finale or whatever. Yeah. This was an, an origin story. <laughs> and it's just like, mm, we would have heard or seen something of the society earlier yeah it's just it, it, it just felt like like had to have a twist in there yeah yeah sorry just really itchy so we're playing with himself okay well i had an itch of some sort <laughs> um okay so out of the three how do you rank it the way they came out exactly i was gonna say the same thing it's an a easy rank for me glass literally literally like um, I'm this, this is a good. Close. This is a good film. It's but it's incredibly flawed, and yeah. uh, the disappointing end really yeah. sour yeah. things. And I mean, me. like I, I guess, like part of it is like. And you know what? This had if this would have ended the way I wanted it to end, with that battle. I mean, you know what? Yeah, yeah. fans deserved better. David oh, Dunn fans deserve better. 100%. percent. You know who else deserved better? David Dunn. Oh, f hell yeah. Fuck yeah. And you know what? Willis was back and forth in this movie. He was, like I he said before, not... like even in Unbreakable, it's not like he was doing anything. He was really subdued. Yeah. And he was subdued here, but it made sense. You were like, well, yeah, of course he'd be subdued. Yeah, but you know what? He wasn't his usual sleepwalker. No. Like, you he, could see Like even the banter in the beginning with his son. Yeah. I was like, yeah, because he's doing, ultimately he's doing what he wanted to do. He's helping people. Yep. His entire existence is helping people. Mm -hmm. Got a great relationship with his son. Yeah, you know, it, it's unfortunate that it ended the way it did because honestly, if it would have ended the way I wanted it to end, this would have been the best superhero trilogy of all time. Yeah, exactly. It would have been better than exactly. Dark Knight. Yeah, exactly. Hundred percent. Um, sadly, it ends very similar to the Dark Knight, where the third movie is the one that it just. Disappointing. Good, but twist. Just, it just keeps uh, on going. Hell. It doesn't end. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, it has a very Dark Knight Rises ending. Yeah. You you have the first bit, lots yeah. of a fair amount of action, building, setting the table, a long stretch of nothing really happening, mm -hmm. final stretch of the movie, and it still ends in a way that you're just like, uh, it's not how I would have ended it. No. I wouldn't have left the movie going like, Hey, Alfred, remember earlier in the movie when I told you to go fuck yourself? Yeah. And then I made you think I was dead? But I'm really not. <laughs> but I'm just going to do this weird thing where I go... Honestly, there was a part of me, a part of me that was really like, at the very end when they're in the train station, the, everyone starts getting the videos, and you see the three of them smiling, I really thought that Spencer was going to see his, see David in the crowd somewhere. There was a part of me that thought, he's not dead. I know. I was doing the same thing. I was like, please, he's, he's gotta, that can't be he's, the way he he's died. Be this is just a way to get him off the table yeah. so we think he's dead. The rest of the world thinks he's dead, but... <sighs> yeah. So overall, I like the movie. I'm going to own the movie. I'm going to own it. I'm going to own it. You know what? Like, the end really pissed me off, but I can't stop thinking about the movie. And if I can't stop thinking about the movie, clearly... They've done, they've done enough right. It did something. Exactly. Where... It still touched me. It still resonated with me. Yeah. Still great. Just there's parts about it that aren't. 
Yeah, I, I will say it. I will own it. Obviously, I yeah. got it as a trilogy, but I'm not going to watch as much as Unbreakable Force. But. No, I already want to watch Unbreakable. Yeah, I literally want like, to do that. As soon as you go, I'm throwing it on Unbreakable. Fuck sleeping tonight before work. Yeah, I'm yeah, going to exactly. watch Unbreakable. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So, I don't have anything else to say. I'm done. That was and the last. I have to go to the bathroom. He's going to go to the bathroom. You got anything to say about nakedness? Uh, no, but thank you, everyone, for watching. And he is oh. out. Oh. All right, everyone. That was our last episode. Thank you so much. And um, let us know what you thought. Check us out on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Share, subscribe, like. Much appreciated. This is Chris's job, usually. He does the... If you're not wearing, no, that's not it. If you, no, uh, here it is, here it is, here it is. Remember, if you're not wearing your geek pants, then you're just naked. These pancakes are delicious.